Oh, Captain, my captain. Let's talk about Nico Heischer and his career year. And not only that, let's discuss his fantastic leadership with the Devils organization. We have a lot to break down in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer, Devils Ride for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential media member, Trey Matthews. Jersey Joe accompanied me on the previous episode as we talked about the ongoing contract negotiations between the front office, Jesper Bratt, and also Timo Meyer. We also speculated as to what the roster could be like come the new year for the New Jersey Devils organization. And we even threw in a couple of trade scenarios and talked about the upcoming NHL draft because, let's face it, it's going to be a little bit different for the Devils since they don't have a first-round draft pick. And not only that, they're no longer rebuilding. They're, they have their eyes set on returning to the playoffs. But enough talking about the future. Let's talk about some players who are here for the long run officially. And one of those players is our captain, Nico Heischer, because similar to a lot of his teammates, he was able to have a big impact, and he had a career year. So in today's episode, I'm going to first talk about his season in general, what I liked and what I noticed first glance. And then in the second segment, we'll talk about some of the goals he has for himself. I was able to obtain some sound bites from his exit interview, had the chance to ask him a few questions. And then to round it all off, we're going to talk about his leadership. Because even though he's the captain of the team, I don't feel like people talk about Heischer's leadership enough because that guy is wise beyond his years having spoken to him a few times and sometimes I forget I'm talking to a 24 year old I'm talking to somebody who's literally like one year older than me so it's sometimes surreal at times how knowledgeable he is amongst the locker room the game and also just his game in general but we'll talk about that in the final segment Let's talk about Nico Heischer's season. So like I alluded to just moments ago, Heischer was able to have a career year. He was second on the team in points with 80. He finished off the season with 31 goals and 49 assists. Not only that, he was third on the team in offensive point shares. He led all forwards in defensive point shares. He was second amongst forwards in the blocks category. And he was third on the team in faceoff percentage with a faceoff percentage of 53.9%. But more importantly, I think Nico Heischer was able to prove that he can deliver in the clutch because he was able to lead the team in game-winning goals with nine. I was actually present for one of Nico Heischer's game-winning goals. He was able to get it in overtime when the Devils came down to Tempe, Arizona to play the Coyotes at Mullet Arena. It was definitely a sight to behold. I remember asking him about it, and he even said, I don't know how I'm able to come up in the clutch, but... Uh, he'll do whatever it takes to help his team win. He didn't really have a clear-cut explanation, and rightfully so, because I don't even think Nico Heischer realizes how good he is. Because let's talk about the narrative going into the season for Heischer, because a lot of people, while they weren't writing him off, they didn't have all that high expectations for him. I think people were pretty much saying that Nico Heischer will never become a superstar 
in the league because people were obviously talking about Jack Hughes being the next superstar. But I think Nico Heischer isn't that far off from Jack Hughes. And I get why people might have that mindset. But at the same time, in my few years of covering the New Jersey Devils, I just believe that Nico Heischer just needed a bit bigger sample size. He just needed a better chance. So last year, he was able to finish off with 60 points. He had 21 goals and 39 assists, and he appeared in 70 games. I was like, okay, that's a decent sample size because that was the most games he had ever played in dating back to his rookie year during the 2017-2018 year campaign when he appeared in all 82 games. After that, obviously, Nico Heischer had to deal with the COVID situation. He had to deal with a few personal injuries. And a lot. Of pe- and like I said, some people were just saying, like, Nico Heischer, it just seems like uh, with the amount of games he has already played in, in the NHL, they felt as though they already had a decent sample size to base everything off of up to that point just because they were saying, like, Nico Heischer will never be a superstar and he'll always be a solid two-way center on on a team. And maybe he can be proven to be a valuable asset for the Devils. But in terms of him just reaching Jack Hughes' success, they were just saying there's no chance of that happening. And here is my goal for Nico Heischer going into the year. I was like, stay healthy, first and foremost, similar to Jack Hughes. But at the same time, similar to what I was talking about, Lindy Gruff and his situation, the excuses are close to zero. If you're able to stay healthy... And the COVID restrictions are definitely uh, a way loose compared to what they were the past couple years. So I was like, Nico Heischer finally has something to work with. Let's see what he can do. And his impact was greatly felt on both ends of the sheet of ice. That's why he's a finalist for the Selkie Trophy. So I'm sure some of you are wondering, do I think Nico Heischer is a superstar? I think if he's not there already, he's fairly close. And I personally think he was snubbed when uh, he wasn't selected to go to the all-star game, because I was like, the devils are having this great amount of success during the course of the year. And Nico Heischer plays a big factor in that because look who his line mates were Dawson Mercer and Thomas Shatar. And for a few weeks, people were hyping up that line because Dawson Mercer, he went like super Saiyan and he was able to go on a lengthy point streak. And Thomas Shatar, remember at the beginning of the year, People were wondering as to whether or not Thomas Shatar would be waived because going back to last year, Thomas Shatar, he fell underneath expectations. He was never consistent. And people were just like, okay, you know what? Uh, Thomas Shatar might as well just try to get waived. If he clears waivers, maybe he'll join the Utica Comets because uh, we had to make room at the time for Alexander Holtz and Fabian Zetterlin. And basically, Thomas Shatar had preseason to try to prove what he was capable of doing. And once he was given that chance, he was able to make the most of it. But being paired alongside with Nico Heischer, he was able to take his game to another level because, once again, Thomas Shatar had a very productive season. And I think you got to credit a lot of that to Nico Heischer. Same with Dawson Mercer. Not trying to take anything away from Mercer or Tatar, but I think Nico Heischer was the anchor in terms of fours for the Devils this year. And I can see why he's the captain because, like I said, if his offense isn't working, Nico Heischer is able to do a lot of other stuff. I literally just listed what he was capable of doing. He's good in the face-offs. He's good at blocking shots amongst forwards. He was able to lead all forwards in defensive point shares. And once again, it's just it's the fact that he's in the same conversation as Patrice Bergeron and Mitch Marner, who are also finalists for the trophy, really shows you how far along Nico Heischer has come. Now, will he win the Selkie Trophy? Most likely not. If I had to guess my vote, I think uh, Patrice Bergeron 
will win the uh, award just because we don't really know what the future is like for Bergeron. And maybe, uh, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but I think that narrative definitely plays a factor. But digressing a little bit, what I saw from Nico Heischer, he was able to have a career year. He was able to make the people around him better. He was able to uh, suppress a lot of the haters and a lot of the naysayers. And once again, he was the anchor as to how the New Jersey Devils were able to have such a historic season because a lot of people talk about Jack Hughes and rightfully so, but who's the leader? Who's the person who's holding down the fort and who's the person who's making sure that everyone is contributing around him? That is Nico Heischer. Because if you guys recall, Nico Heischer went like a, a full month span without scoring a goal because he went from April 2nd to game three of the second round of the playoffs against the Carolina Hurricanes without scoring a goal. But no one was ever saying like, oh, Nico Heischer, he's not really doing anything out there. He's not really contributing. Nobody was saying that because Nico Heischer is setting up his teammates. He is also trying to make sure that everyone gets their fair share of reps before he gets his own. And not only that, he is also playing defense. And we talked about Jesper Bratt and his struggles. We talked about Jack Hughes and his struggles at one point during the year. But for Nico Keisher, I never really heard those discussions. I may have heard like a saying here and there, but I think the reason why Nico Keisher is so forgiven for his shortcomings is because he's able to find other ways to contribute that doesn't involve getting goals. So we're going to talk about that momentarily. But before we continue, I first want to share with you guys a soundbite that I was able to get from Nico Heischer and also shout out to Mike Moriel for doing a follow-up to my question because he was able to get more out of Heischer. Here's what Nico Heischer had to say in regard to his overall season. Similar to a lot of your teammates, you were able to have a career year and uh, just uh, once again, the expectations are going to be high. And now that you've had time to sit back and reflect, what are you most proud of, of from yourself and the team? Uh, in general just where we're standing right now um, being here I know we obviously wanted more but just being here uh, out after second round um, mid-May like last few years it's been done for us way earlier so just being here uh, makes me proud right now having these interviews at this time and uh, yeah just all around like I mean I mean, what a year, like, we uh, broke some records for New Jersey Devils history, and I think that's something uh, nobody will take away from us, or maybe we will at some point again, <laughs> but right now this team did it, and uh, this is going down uh, in history for New Jersey, so uh, this team will always be special and always rememberable, so uh, I'm just proud to, to be able to leading these guys, and uh, trying to do my thing every day and just help with the team out off and on the ice as much as I can. I know you're, you're a little humble to talk about yourself, Nate, but we're just following up on Trey's question. What, what do you, I mean, you had a career year for yourself. You're a Selkie Trophy finalist. What was able to happen for you specifically to have the season you had? Your question, <laughs> I mean, I always try to be the same. I uh, always try to work hard during the summer, obviously, and... Uh, Obviously, belief in my uh, my action or my uh, skills and my cap cap capability. Cap yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got and uh, yeah, it just it all came together this year. I think like um, I had uh, 
yeah, I, I'm really happy with my year, obviously, and uh, to be able to go to Nashville for the awards, obviously, is uh, something special, too, and uh, that definitely makes me proud. But uh, on the other hand, uh, yeah, it's hard to say. I just, I always been, every year, I just try to consistently get better and, like, just play my game. And this year, it just seems like every, everything clicked. And uh, sometimes, yeah, that's hard to explain. But obviously, like, I put the work in, so that that might have been a part two. And good to see you get uh, rewarded for that. Once again, Nico Heischer is a team first player and and he knows how to basically make the people around him better. And the numbers show it because he was able to have a career year in which he was able to get 80 points in 81 game appearances. So he was pretty much a point per game player. And I think this is just only the beginning for Nico Heischer because I think he can build on this come next year because I just felt like he wasn't really given a fair chance due to him having to deal with personal injury and also due to the COVID circumstances because he needed a, a similar to Jack Hughes. He just needed a bigger sample size and he needed to stay healthy in order to showcase what he was capable of doing. And now since he is finally coming to fruition and Jack Hughes as well, that's definitely going to be an interesting dynamic going forward because now the devils have their two core pieces. Whatever happens with Jesper Bratt, the devils can sleep well at night knowing that they have Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer as their anchor. So Jack Hughes is the franchise piece, but Nico Keisha is the leader. He is that glue piece. He is the person that's holding it all together. So I talk about Eric Holla being that glue piece. Well, the person who's able to put up those numbers and has to is Nico Keisha, because I said Eric Holla doesn't have to put up those big numbers because of who's in front of him. But for Nico Keisha, he is basically doing a lot. He's at, at a young age, nonetheless. He's only 24 years of age, guys. He's still just a kid. He hasn't entered his prime. And I think the best is still yet to come for Heischer. He's able to do so much. He can do defense. He can do offense. He's he's a leader. And he works really well on special teams. He's able to do the dirty work. So Nico Heischer is the epitome of being that Swiss Army knife because he can do a lot of things at a great magnitude. And you just know that you can rely on him on any given moment. Even if he is not scoring, he's able to find other ways to contribute. Now, I had the chance to ask Nico Heischer, like, what are his goals come next year for not only himself, but the team? Here's what he had to say. What are some of your goals uh, come next year, both as a leader and as a uh, as a player? Um, yeah, I mean, just keep going where, where we started here. Like, it's it's been a process. Like I said, it's been a process since a few years already. And like this year shows we're in the right path. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't fun the last few years, but this year was so much fun, and now uh, we just can't be satisfied. Like uh, we gotta go home. Have everyone has to, yeah, put in the work again, and uh, just don't be satisfied. Put in the work again. Show up in September and uh, be ready to take another step, like we've done like the last few years. Just trying to patiently take step by step. The key takeaways I got from that soundbite was: don't be satisfied and stay the course. So for don't be satisfied, The similar to what I said about Nico Heischer and the excuses being close to zero for him, a lot of people are going to have expectations for New Jersey Devils. And if I'm being honest with you, a lot of people want to see the Devils fail because apparently the gif that I've gotten from covering this team the last few years is that 
The Devils is a team that everyone likes to hate. And for some reason, nobody can give the Devils their roses for how hard they worked this season and how impressive their overall showcase was. In fact, we had some people saying, like, the Devils had never moved the needle once. And I'm just like, well, if a 52-win season, if a 100-point-plus season, if getting a, a, a superstar to blossom in Jack Hughes and also getting someone who is right behind him in Nico Heischer to also blossom, if that's not moving the needle – I really don't know what else is. I could go on for hours, but I want to shift my focus back to Nico Heischer, which, but he is right. Don't be satisfied because the, the expectations are definitely going to be a lot more on the devil's shoulders. And Jack Hughes even discussed it during his exit interview. He said he has acknowledged that a lot of people will be trying to gun for the devils. And honestly, I don't think that's a bad thing because it shows a great deal of respect because I'm sure in the past couple seasons when teams see the Devils, they're like, okay, that should be a guaranteed win for the most part, or that's a game that we should win more likely than not. But now since the Devils have improved in more ways than one, and now they have that playoff experience, which was one of their downfalls, I think the Devils can definitely blossom into something bigger, and it definitely starts with Nico Heischer. Now, the second takeaway I got from his soundbite was stay the course, and I think Tom Fitzgerald really needs to hear this message from Nico Heischer, which is stay the course, which is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now, I get that the Devils just financially, they can't really run it back to what they were able to do last year in terms of retaining everybody because I talked about the fact that most likely Damon Severson, Ryan Graves, Mackenzie Blackwood, maybe Miles Wood, Thomas Tatar, they might be out the door. And unfortunately, uh, that means like some of the longest tenure players on the roster, like Wood, Severson, and, and Blackwood, they're no longer going to be on the roster. And yeah, that might be a little disappointing, but at the same time, it is a business decision because the Devils got to try to make that financial wiggle room work for Jesper Brett and also Timo Meyer. But the Devils don't have to like go all out to get another key player because if you guys recall in a silly season discussion that I did a couple episodes ago. I talked about the possibility of the Devils acquiring Mitch Marner in a trade if they can't get contract negotiations to work with uh, Jesper Bratt. I talked about how that might look good on paper, but that's not really what the Devils need at this point because Mitch Marner, he would hypothetically demand for way more money if he does reach 100 points. And that's not what the Devils need. And uh, Tom Fitzgerald saying that the Devils are, are open to getting a first-round draft pick Look, I'm, I'm glad that Tom Fitzgerald is willing to be ambiguous because one of the, I think, criticisms that people had for Fitzgerald was that he was never willing to make those splashy moves prior to Timo Meyer, And that's why I had my doubts in regard to the Devils possibly getting Timo Meyer because Fitzgerald was a guy who liked to trade for under-the-radar type of players in order to have a big upside. That's why the Devils got someone like Tomas Tatar or Ryan Graves onto the roster because they were able to uh, fall under the radar and Tom Fitzgerald saw the opportunity and was able to scoop them up. Now, in this case, since the Devils are now contending, Tom Fitzgerald might try to aim for the more splashy player or the big name player. And I remember when Alan Krita appeared on the show, not like a, like a month or two ago, and he said that the Devils don't really historically go for those splashy moves. I think the Devils already got their guy in Timo Meyer. This is the player that they need. So when Nico Heischer says stay the course, please stay the course. Like 
trust the process because there's no reason for the devils to like break the bank or go all out for a player that they don't need at this point. Like it would be great to get Clayton Keller onto this roster. It would be great to get Mitch Marner on the roster, but the devils already have something working for them. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Timo Meyer is the guy for the devils and Jesper Bratt is a core piece. I don't care what you guys say. And I think this devils team is built for success already and they got a lot of young prospects in their pipeline. So would it be good to have a first-round draft pick? Yes, but as trade collateral. The Devils don't need to draft a first-rounder in this year's NHL draft. I get that it's a deep draft class, but at the same time, that's not really going to help the Devils contend for a Stanley Cup within the next year or two because that player is going to have to develop. You already got some players that the Devils need to develop in. Luke Hughes, Shimon the Mets, Alexander Holtz, Nolan Foote. Griziuk, Seamus Casey, the list goes on. So the Devils, in my eyes, should take the advice of Nico Heischer and stay the course and just work with what they got for right now because what they got, I think a lot of teams would kill for. You got a young, budding superstar in Jack Hughes. You got a potential superstar in Nico Heischer. I get that he has played close to 400 career NHL games, but the circumstances this time around work way better for him. And once he was given a fair chance to showcase his skill minus COVID and minus the injuries, we saw Heischer take his game to another level. So I like what Nico Heischer said in regards to himself, the team, and hopefully that's a message to the front office, which is stay the course, trust the process, no need to rush it. The devil's got something going really well for them. And they have a lot of potential, whether it's guys who are on the roster already, guys who are waiting for their chance in the AHL, or, and I get that the roster is not perfect. They are going to have to maybe trade for another goalie or pick up another goalie. I don't know what the case might be. I don't know what the free agency market is looking like, but if Brad and Meyer are both signed long-term, that money is going to go down very quick for the Devils at this point. But I loved what Nico Heischer said, which is stay the course and, he is just a great leader to have in this Devils organization. And we're going to talk about that momentarily. But before we continue, I want to tell you guys about eBay Motors. So for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs a fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, just head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know which part will fit or your money back. Because just like sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. And now, let me tell you guys about Bird Dogs. So I look better and feel great while wearing Bird Dogs. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great, and they're comfier than my old shorts or pants. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants on the golf course, to a meeting, a date, or hang out with friends. As you guys know, I do uh, split my time in Arizona and also on the East Coast. And right now it's summertime. It gets hot in both places, so I use bird dogs to make sure that my legs can breathe and I feel comfortable. I feel stylish. I feel all those things. So go over to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. And when you enter the promo code locked on NHL, they'll throw in a free customer bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. 
Okay, so to close off this episode, I'm going to play you guys some sound bites I was able to get from Nico Heischer during the course of the year. Now, one of the sound bites is from New Jersey Devils Television because if you guys realize throughout the course of this episode, I've been playing their feed of the questions I've been asking to Nico Heischer because unfortunately, during exit interviews of all players, while I was interviewing Nico Heischer, my microphone just glitched on me. It completely bugged out and some of the audio got corrupted. So instead of jumping from my soundbite to New Jersey Devils television soundbite throughout the course of this episode, I just stuck with the NJD TV uh, soundbite and feed. So that way it was a little more consistent. But one of them is going to come from NJD TV and the two others are going to come from my end in which I was able to uh, have a fully functioning microphone. So enjoy these few soundbites from Nico Heischer that I really liked throughout the course of the year. As a leader of the team, and I know uh, like many of your teammates, you you took the loss hard. How do you uh, motivate uh, the team over the offseason knowing that there's going to be a high amount of expectations come next year since this year was so historic? Just go home, work on yourself, um, have fun, obviously. Uh, I think uh, be proud of what you did this year, but uh, yeah. Come, come with high expectation next year too and like uh, be hungry for more. As the captain of the team, what are some of the things you're telling the guys? Because it's been very evident this season that you guys know how to bounce back from adversity. And I know this isn't the ideal circumstance, but you still got one more game to play with uh, facing elimination. That it's not done. Um, if, you're not, if you're not believing, uh, you, you got to stay here and uh, not come to Carolina. So uh got to keep our heads high and... Uh, now we just know we can't make uh, those mistakes again. And, but uh, that's what I'm telling these guys. We've got to believe. If not, you already lost. It seems like despite all your guys' uh, success, people still view you guys as underdogs. Do you feel like uh, there's so much more untapped potential on this team and roster to showcase to the world? I don't care what those people say. Um, we focus here in our locker room. Uh, we, we know what we have in here and uh, let people talk. And why not? Let's prove them wrong. Nico is just a guy who gets it. And once again, like I said early on in the episode, I am sometimes stunned that I am speaking to a 24-year-old. And I know when Nico Heischer was first named captain of the Devils organization a couple seasons ago during the 2021 COVID-shortened 56-game season, uh, a lot of people just had their doubts, their skepticism. Uh, I think some people were pushing for Travis Zajac to be the captain or whatever case might be, because it didn't really make much sense because Zajac only had one year remaining and then he ended up retiring, but digressing a little bit, Nico Heischer was named the captain of the devil's organization. And it took me until actually getting credentialed and actually talking to Nico Heischer to realize that this guy is highly intelligent, not only about his game, but his teammates game and the overall structure of the organization and once again, I wish I could use a better word to describe Nico Heischer's leadership, but he just gets it. He's just wise beyond his years. And I can see why he was either voted or selected to be the captain. I don't know what the process is like for the Devils. But if you guys have not checked out Brendan Smith's exit interview, please do so. Because that was also able to open my eyes about the impact that Smith has on this roster because might not be from a playing standpoint, but from an experience standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, I see why Brendan Smith is beloved within the locker room. And when I got the chance to speak with Nico Heischer, because I interviewed Brendan Smith first, 
that's when I was like, wow, Nico Keisha is speaking like a veteran, like he's been in this league for a good while. And I guess you can say that he's sort of like a veteran since he's played in nearly 400 NHL games. But digressing a little bit, he's not a spring chicken either. He's someone who has that experience a little bit because, like I said, believe it or not, close to 400 NHL games. And yet he still has a lot of room to grow. He hasn't hit his prime yet. He's only 24 years of age. The future is bright. He signed long-term and he is just that great glue piece to have. And it's no wonder when I post Nico Heischer sound bites on my Twitter, it's no mystery as to why they gain so much traction because people are inspired. People are just get a lot from Nico because uh, one of those sound bites I told you, like he didn't care what other people thought of him. He didn't care uh, that the devils were down three, one to the hurricanes. He was like, if you don't believe don't come down to Carolina, so I want you guys to realize, and maybe you already realized it, but Nico Heischer is just a great leader. And I think Devils fans, we should be grateful that we have him on his on this roster. And I know a lot of people talk about Jack Hughes and his electrifying goals and what he's able to do night in and night out. And obviously he almost reached 100 points. But don't sleep on Nico Heischer because his impact is important. He was able to have a career year similar to Jack Hughes. He still has the rest of his career right in front of him. And he was tops on the team in the offensive category, the defensive category, at least amongst forwards, wherever the case might be. And in my opinion, this is only the tip of the iceberg for Nico Heischer and his capabilities and what he's able to bring. Hey, Nico, I could say capabilities, but if because if you guys listen to the soundbite, he was struggling to say that word. But nonetheless, Nico has really surprised me this year. And uh, I said that the the idea of him being a superstar in this league I said it's not out of the realm of possibility. I think he's already in that ballpark. He's already close. I'd say he's on second and third base. He's not quite at home yet, but he's very close to that. He's in the ballpark. And while he might not be as flashy as Jack Hughes at times, I think he still gives us that electrifying feeling, whether he's getting a a, a great assist or he's scoring on the other end of those great passes from his teammates. Seems like his teammates love him. Seems like he already got, he has that chemistry and the sky's the limit for Nico Heischer. So be grateful that we have someone like Nico Heischer. And when this is all said and done, if Jack Hughes or Nico Heischer are able to bring home a championship to the Garden State, or if they're able to finish off the rest of their careers with the Devils organization, then expect to see 86 and 13 retired at the Prudential Center and they'll be one of the rare exceptions to be a forward who played with the Devils organization to have their number retired because as you guys know the Devils defensive-minded team throughout their franchise history and that's why it's mostly defensemen with the exception of Patrick Eliash who see their numbers hung in the Raptors at the Prudential Center along with Martin Brodeur who's a goalie but obviously that's a different circumstance so let me know what you guys think about Nico Heaster and his overall season because he really impressed me both as a player, as a leader, and he still has a lot of room to develop in a good way. And it's just the tip of the iceberg for him. And I expect a lot come next year. I expect for him to be joining Jack Hughes in the All-Star game come next year. He deserves it. And if Patrice Bergeron does retire, then I think Heaster is the second coming a Burge Ron. And I know he's a finalist this year. I don't know what the final results are going to be, but I think a Selkie trophy will be in Nico Heischer's trophy case within the next year or so. I, I definitely wouldn't write that off. And uh, 
I didn't expect for him to be a finalist this year going into the season. I said it is possible, but I was keeping my expectations moderate. But if you guys are a religious listener of my show, I've been preaching the last year or so. I said Nico Heischer can definitely become a finalist for the Selkie Trophy. I just didn't anticipate it for it to be this soon. So curious to your guys' thoughts. Leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on podcast streaming service. Hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you, so continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.